0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America,
1: it's Tony Katz today. So we don't have COVID relief yet, but we will. Eventually, something is going to get passed, and it's going to be an absolutely incredible amount of money. Add it on to the already incredible amounts of money that we already have out there. And there will no be no question and no conversation at all about whether we're spending too much. None. Less than none. Rather, we'll get this done and then they'll say, hey, you know what we need? More coronavirus relief. It's savage. It's awful that we can't even be a society that says, okay, how much are we spending? Are we spending it properly? If you talk to people like Dr. Matt Will, an economist at the University of Indianapolis, he'll argue for putting the money towards unemployment because that way it is targeted to those people who need it as opposed to these just random checks that go out everywhere. Now, that's bad for guys like producer Ari because he loves a good check. No, yeah, I'll take them all. But it's better for us as a society to be focused. Maybe spending a little less, having less debt is a big deal, and then we should work on things like, I don't know, paying it off. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. Great to be with you. The Republicans went and said, Hey, how about six hundred billion dollars and here's what we can do with it? Biden wants one point nine trillion, got on a conference call with the Democrats and said, Don't worry, we're 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 straight on till morning. We're straight on till morning with the one point nine trillion dollars. Do we really need $1.9 trillion? Shh, shh, shh. Don't you you worry. Do we really need $1.9 trillion? What kind of person asked, do we need $1.9 trillion? Who would ask that? Tommy. Tommy wants to know if we need $1.9 trillion. (laughs) Uh, Tommy thought that was funny. Chuck Schumer wants you to know. Budget reconciliation, and Biden's all in for it. Joe Biden is totally on board with using reconciliation. I've been talking to him every day. Our staffs have been talking multiple times a day. And uh, I believe that we will pass the resolution this afternoon. Budget reconciliation means you don't filibuster, you have none of that. It's 51 votes or 50 in a tie break from uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. So this is the way they're moving down the line. But it isn't the only thing going on. I share with you now Joe Biden's pick for education secretary. And Joe Biden's pick for education secretary is what we call in the business a problem. And the problem is that Cardona here, Miguel Cardona, He is one of the people who believes that you should let boys who say they're girls compete against girls. You're telling all of those high school athletes who are girls, sorry, you're never going to win again because we're going to let physically stronger boys On to the team because they have said they're girls and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. And if you should even open your mouth, we're going to call you a bigot. I I thought we were supposed to stand up for women. Now, this was the confirmation hearing. And in this confirmation hearing, you're going to hear Miguel uh, uh, Cardona. You're going to hear Rand Paul. Right? That, that's who, who we're discussing here. Now, I can't tell you that I know much about Miguel Cardona. The name is familiar. But I, 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 I don't have the, the details. He was, he's the Connecticut Commissioner of Education, um, and that's all I know all i know uh, about him but here is the exchange i have not heard it yet i only got the the uh the the message oh you gotta see this let's do it together
2: the office of civil rights uh, sent a letter to connecticut saying that um, boys can't compete with girls in in sports or so what they shouldn't be forced anyway. to allow boys to compete in girls sports uh, if you're confirmed, will you enforce that Office of Civil Rights opinion? Hello, Senator. Uh, thank you for the question. I understand that there are a, a lot of concerns about that. Uh, it's, it's If confirmed, it's my responsibility and my uh, privilege to make sure that we're following uh, our civil rights of all students. And that includes uh, activities that they may engage in, in high school or
1: in athletics. Let's take a breath. Let's take a beat. It's his job to ensure the civil rights of all students. Are we making the argument as a rational people, guys, it's it's, it's you and me, it's a bar stool, go grab a drink, this is what we do. Are we making the argument that the ability to decide your gender as a child is a civil right? Let's go over it again. We heard what Mr. Cardona had to say. If he tells me, that it is indeed his pleasure. Hello, Senator. Uh, Thank you for the
2: question. I understand that there are a a lot of concerns about that. Uh, It's it's if confirmed, it's my responsibility and my uh, privilege to make sure that we're following uh, our civil rights of all students
1: and civil rights of all students to decide that they are a different gender and therefore compete against girls. That, I'm not so sure that's the argument that can be made. This is not a conversation about adults. Maybe maybe I'm getting ahead of myself and I should simply recognize uh, that, of course, children should not be allowed to make a decision about their gender. It is child abuse when parents or other adults allow them to do so. They're children. There's a difference between childhood and adulthood. And if we do not delineate that and, and continue to, what an absolute horror show we are imp- imparting on society. It is up to us. And, oh, I take on all comers. Oh, call me any name that you want. I didn't say an adult couldn't do anything they couldn't that they want, and I didn't say you had to be mean to the kid. I don't think you should be mean to anybody. Doesn't make any sense to me. But condoning it and uh, engaging in, in, in hormone therapy, engaging engaging in medical uh, uh, conversation—no, no, 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 no—they are children. And the adult's job is to protect children very often from themselves, not to buy in and not to uh, uh, give them uh, aid and comfort in terms of allowing them to go down this road. You can give them aid and comfort in terms of, you know, listening, but not going forward with it. Anybody who would go forward with a nine-year-old's decision on their gender is guilty of child abuse and shouldn't be allowed near children. Should not be allowed near children. Let's go back to Mr. Cardona.
2: And that includes uh, activities that they may engage in in high school or in athletics. What do you think in general about boys running and girls track meets like they've been doing in Connecticut? I think that it's critically important that education systems and educators respect the rights of all students, including students who are transgender, um, and that they are afforded the opportunities that every other student has to uh, participate in extracurricular activities. Does it bother you that, like, the top 20% of boys running in track meets beat all of the girls in the state, and that it, you know, would be, you know, completely destroy girls' athletics? The girls are being pushed out; um, they don't make the finals in the state meet they don't get college scholarships, that it's really detrimental to girls' sports. Do you worry about having boys running girls' track meets? You know, I, I recognize and appreciate the concerns um, and the uh, frustrations that are expressed. I've, as Commissioner of Education, have had conversations with families uh, who have felt the way you just described it and families of uh, students who are transgender. So I understand that this is a challenge. I look forward to working with you and others to... Do you think it's fair to have boys running in the girls' track, mate? I think it's appropriate for... It's, I think it's, it's the legal responsibility of schools to provide opportunities for students
1: to to uh, participate in activities, and this includes students who are transgender. Won't answer the question. The answer is no, it's not fair. Next. It's not fair. And there's nobody who can say that it is. Now, uh, if you say to me, oh sure, tell that to my transgender child. First question. Are you sure that's what you want? Because I may be the only honest person who ever speaks to your transgender child. I may be the only honest person who has ever entered their life and won't speak to them in some way that tiptoes around reality. Actual respect. You are a 16-year-old boy. You are physically stronger than every 16-year-old girl. And nothing you call yourself, no way that you dress will ever, ever change that. And it is an affront to those girls for you to participate in their sport and then claim, well, it's about fairness. There's no fairness in it. It is backwards. And you, my child, have been fed a lie. And I am sorry that you have been fed a lie. You did not deserve to be lied to. No, you should not be allowed to participate in that sport. Now, if you think that's an affront to you as a human being, okay. But what you're saying is your decisions should affect everybody else. Your decisions might be yours, but you have no right to affect everybody else and you have no right to demand that they just sit back and accept it. None. The idea that you can make a decision and everyone else has to accept it, what you're saying is you're not just transgender, you're royalty. You are a king and these are your subjects and you can do with them what you will. And the answer is no. And you have not been told no. That's why I'm the most honest person who has ever come into your life. Your parents have lied to you, and the schools have lied to you, and Mr. Cardona have lied to you, and these woke scolds have lied to you, and celebrity culture has lied to you. Oh my gosh, Taylor Swift lied her ass off, which is kind of funny because she doesn't have that much ass to give. Your feelings are yours. I make no reference to them. Your struggles are yours. I can't tell you that it's not a struggle. But when you make a decision, which we should all be clear, you shouldn't be allowed to make at 16 because you're still a child. But when you make a decision, that decision is yours. And you cannot ask these girls over here to accept it to their detriment. You are not that powerful. You are not that important. Something else that no one has told you before because everyone has lied to you for, by the way, their own benefit. Man, let's talk about their psychological problems. You want to do that for a while? That's going to take all day. Someone bring us some lemonade. We're going to talk about all your all psychological problems. This is how you have to have the conversation. If you're not able to have a conversation with somebody this directly, you can never get anything done. Mr. Cardona is out of his tree and if this is what education is going to be in America, do not confirm this man and dismantle the Department of Education until there is nothing left and take that building and turn it into the world's largest Dave and Buster's. I'm talking about laser tag on three floors, people nothing but those really cool arcade games with the boats and you're sitting in it and you actually kind of move and rock and it splashes you with water i want an entire left wall a full bank of nothing but dragon's lair and space ace that's the dream that that's good real estate because if we allow this department of education it ain't worth a damn i'm tony katz so now the reporting is coming in and the reporting is saying you know that story about representative acacia cortez not being in the capitol well uh maybe she wasn't in the capitol Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. When we say she wasn't in the Capitol, she is arguing that, no, 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 she was on the Capitol grounds, and when she told the story, the harrowing story of how she thought she was going to die, Nancy Mace is a Republican from South Carolina, two doors down from Representative Ocasio-Cortez. Noted that the quote-unquote insurrectionist, this is the reporting uh, from uh, Daily Wire, never made it to their hall when the Capitol building was breached on January 6th. Mesa tweeted on January 6th that she left her office in the Cannon building, still inside the Capitol complex with some distance from the Rotunda and House chambers. Just evacuated my office in Cannon due to a nearby threat. Now we're seeing protesters assaulting Capitol Police. Okay. Mace was saying there were never any rioters in the hall, so there was never any rioters or never any physical danger from rioters coming at any point. The argument, however, is that Representative Ocasio-Cortez said she didn't know who was at her door. That's uh, a problem. What we said the other day I think still holds. If she was scared, if she was like, what's going on? I don't say no to that. But she made the whole conversation that she's hiding behind her, 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 her door and someone screaming, where is she, where is she? And then they realized it was Capitol Police. But you made it sound like you were under attack. I mean, that's what you did. You made it sound like you were under attack. Where is she? Where is she? And then your whole argument is that the Capitol Police officer wasn't nice enough to you. He was menacing and he was mean and it was worried. And then your legislative director thought you'd he'd have to size him up and, and maybe he'd get into a fight. And... Obviously, Representative Mace didn't feel this way if this is the, the reporting. No one should say that Representative Ocasio-Cortez is wrong for being like, my gosh, what's going on? And it may be having a bit of fear. I wouldn't say she's wrong for that. I would argue that that's a kind of rational position. However, to play it out on video like your life was actually under attack... To play it out on video, that the Capitol Police were kind of threatening you or intimidating you or not treating you right or... That's obscene. And that should be investigated. Your character not only should be in question, but it should be found wanting. You weren't in the rotunda you weren't there that's that may work with some of your fan base but isn't going to play well with a lot of americans sounds like you wanted to have this conversation because it was good drama not factual i'm tony katz okay so what the heck happened on newsmax yesterday with my pillow guy, Mike Lindell, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. Now, I didn't know this had happened when I went on. I was on for an hour yesterday. I was on earlier today. I was on. It's been it's been a lot this week. It's been a lot last week. I've been doing a lot with them. I, I've been asked, does this mean you're not on Fox anymore? I don't know. I never had a contract with Fox. Um, If they call... Yeah, I mean, I have no. There's no bad blood or anything like that. It's just that sometimes these things go in waves, and there's no understanding it. I've tried to understand it. There's no understanding it. Um, it's it, it's like trying to figure out the process for how they decide who a, a contributor is, who a paid contributor is, and the answer is beats me. I have been on again, off again in terms of appearances on on Fox for well t- this is 2021 so 10 years i don't know what the system is i can't figure it out but if there's a run-up to an election guaranteed i'm there and i will tell you that 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 i i look at 2020 and you know um i, I 2019 i was fl- they were f- flying out and doing stuff all, all the time and I'm, you know, it was. Hey, we're, we're gonna of course we're covering the State of the Union. You're gonna be in D.C.? Oh well, yeah, I'm gonna be in D.C. And so I did State of the Union coverage with them. Hey, uh, New Hampshire primaries. Uh, you gonna be there? Yes, I'm gonna be there. Did New Hampshire primary work w- with them? Right? I have nothing but what I consider to be excellent relationships, and, and and not not a single bad word, because I've I've never been in a position to have a bad word or or an issue. And I get why people are upset with them regarding election night. Well, the same thing is true with with my experiences with Newsmax. It's been delightful, absolutely, positively delightful. Everyone has treated me well. Uh, I, I find things to to, to run smooth. Um, I, I get you know a real chance to engage some conversation, and, I, and I'm glad that they like what it is that I do. What does the future hold? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish I could tell you. I have absolutely, positively, no idea. No clue at all. It's enjoyable. I do it. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Does it replace radio? Nothing replaces radio. That's, that's, <laughs> that is never a part of my plans. Oh, no, 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 no. Daddy like, daddy like a microphone. But yesterday, I was on it like from 4 to 5 p.m., I was on the hour. But earlier on that show, Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, was on with Bob Sellers and Heather Childers, who I have found to be fantastic. Easy going, easy to talk to, actually thinking about the subject, engaged. I I have never met either one of them personally. I've only spoken to Heather over social media. I've never actually spoken to Bob. It's always been a pleasure, and I appreciate it. Mike Lindell is on. And Mike Lindell is on to discuss his ban from social media. And it goes something like this.
0: Thank you so much for joining us and uh, welcome. So, well, what happened? What, what happened with your Twitter account and the uh, company page?
1: That was the last rational thing that happened in that interview. Of course, Mike Lindell has been dropped from Twitter because he has a theory about Dominion voting machines. And the issues and the problems. And they're like, oh, that that's fake news and we can't allow it. Fine. Fine. Now, to say that you believe the election was stolen is different than I have proof that the election was stolen. For you to say that the machines did this, that, and the other is different than having proof that the machines did this, that, and the other. We agree with, with this. I don't mind any discussion. I'm just saying there's a difference so here is the question again as asked by heather and
0: uh, welcome so well, what happened what what happened with your twitter account and the uh, company page
1: the question is about the twitter account and the company page and here's how mike answers
0: well, first mine was taken down because we have all the election fraud with these Dominion machines. We have hundred percent proof. And then I, when they took it down, um, uh, about Mike, three weeks ago, and then I when they put it back up. My personal, I put it. He just
1: said he's got proof. You you've got proof of of hundred percent fraud. That's something that we should know. You're saying that you have proof. When you heard Mike Mike, that was Bob Sellers
0: and from there it was Mike, uh, thank you very much. Mike, Mike, I, uh, you're talking about machines uh, that, that we at Newsmax have not been able to verify any of uh, those kinds of allegations. We just want to let people know that there's nothing substantive that we've seen. And let me read you something there. While there were some clear evidence of some cases of vote fraud and election irregularities, the election results in every state were certified and Newsmax accepts the results as legal and final the courts have also supported that view now that's clearly a statement that was written by a lawyer producer
1: Ari didn't write that that's clearly a legal statement we agree with this right no without question there's no right there's no way to even look uh, to look at it any other way that's clearly something they wanted to get out there because I guess maybe legal action taken against Newsmax for whatever reason um They put that out there.
0: Continuing. So we wanted to talk to you about canceling culture, if you will. We don't want to relitigate the the, the, uh, allegations that you're making, Mike, because we, we, we understand where you are. So let me ask you this. Do you think that this should be temporary because it appears to be permanent? Could you make an argument that it is temporary? The host laid out, hey, this is where
1: we're at, this isn't the thing we wanna to talk to you about, we wanna to talk to you about this, which is getting kicked off Twitter, is this permanent or is this temporary? The host reframed, reset the conversation and asked again, Heather had asked first,
0: now Bob has asked, Mike Lindell. What? <laughs> could you make an argument that this could be a temporary banning rather than permanent? No, I want it to be a permanent because you know what? They did this because I'm revealing all the evidence on Friday of all the election problem with these machines. So I'm sorry if you think okay. it's not uh, Mike, it's real. I, I, can can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? Uh, I I don't want to have to keep going over this. We at Newsmax have not been able to verify any of those allegations. Mike, hold on a second. Everybody hold on a second. Mike, Mike, hold on one second. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about.
1: And at that moment, Bob Sellers walks off the set. There's a lot to unpack here. And I start with. I ain't mad at Bob Sellers and I ain't mad at Mike Lindell. Very often when you go on a show, you are going to talk about the thing you are going to talk about. What the host asks, what the host is trying to to get from you might not be the thing that you want to talk about. I have long discussed, don't accept the premise of the question. When I have done, as I've done in the past, and I would again, MSNBC or CNN, I always knew That the objective of the host is not to get an answer and engage a conversation. The objective of the host is to find a moment to trip me up, to have me say something incorrectly, or to say something that could be questionable, and then the rest is history. I have had great appearances, and I have had garbage appearances, guys. It comes with the territory. It completely and totally does. My track record's pretty dang good. It doesn't mean it's spotless. Who who amongst us would be spotless? That's exactly my point. So I can appreciate Lindell not, not wanting to engage that conversation, but talk about the fraud. However... If the conversation was, hey, we'd like to have you on to discuss Twitter's uh, blocking you and what you're going to do about it, well, that's the subject at hand. And the host could reasonably say, this is what we were going to talk about. It's cable news. It's not this freewheeling thing. It's very much into the segments and into the conversations. I would have to ask Bob about his frustration in that moment and walking off the set. Now what people forget to note, I think is worthy of noting, and I didn't know this until today, people are all sorts of upset. How dare Newsmax? Then people are upset with Mike Lindell. How dare Mike Lindell? I mean, there's something for everybody there. People forget that Mike Lindell was on Newsmax later that evening. (laughs) No, he wasn't. According to John Bachman, who I just did the show with a couple hours ago, he was on Newsmax that evening. That's wacky. So allow me to ask a bigger question. What is everybody getting crazy for? What is everybody getting crazy for? Now, someone just, just tweeted at me. Scott just tweeted at me something that I completely disagree with, but I love it. I love when people are thinking, Newsmax shutting down Mike the way they did is eerily similar to the way Fox shut down the Soros conversation. No it's not. In the Soros conversation, this happened on Outnumbered. Somebody brought up George Soros and then all of a sudden two of the hosts said, we don't talk about George Soros. What do you mean you don't talk about George Soros? It's absolutely fine to talk about George Soros. It is not anti-Semitic to note George Soros. Trust me, tell, tell people my Jewish friend Tony said it's okay. You're fine. You want to say my Jewish friend Ari? Sure. But then you've got to admit Ari's your friend, and who really needs that? So say your Jewish friend Tony. It's cool. It's cool. The shutting down of the Soros conversation was based on this idea that somehow to mention George Soros is to engage in anti-Semitism. What Bob Sellers was trying to do, and clearly this is the case from both Heather and from Bob, was to engage a specific conversation and get the 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 uh, interviewee back on track. Lindell did not want to be on track. So was indeed he shut down or rather he would not respect the host and the host said, okay, we're done. As a matter of fact, Bob said, can we end this? But it didn't end and he gets up and he leaves. It's a really kind of fascinating thing because everyone can, can take from it, well, really, whatever it is they want. Like they, they, they could be angry at one thing, angry at another thing, maybe a, a, a little less anger. Maybe we don't have to look at something and say, oh, I'm never going to listen to them again, never going to hear them again. You mean Newsmax was the single most important thing after Election Day, and now it's over? That's why it's over? I mean, I, I, I got to look at people skew when they do that. That doesn't mean you have to like it. It doesn't mean that you have to say, hey, that was, that was fine. You could say that wasn't fine. That's being, I think, responsible. I think that's being normal. If I'm being asked, uh, they invite me on, I'm going back on. Because I have conversations. If CNN invited me on, I, I would do it. I, I don't think I'm going to get invited, but I'm just saying I would. I've done it before, I'll do it again. Talk, share, engage. Sometimes it goes awry. You've heard me have Leland Vittert on the show from Fox News a million times. Leland and I got into a yelling fight. We're friends. <laughs> we don't agree on everything. We got. I yelled at him on air because he wouldn't let me talk. Sometimes things happen. You don't want them to happen, but they do. We're going to follow this saga for sure. I'm Tony Katz. So the CDC wants you to enjoy the Super Bowl by not talking to anybody, not being near anybody, and for the love of God, don't cheer. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook Tony Katz Radio. Website TonyKatz.com. Gathering virtually or with the people you live with is the safest way to root for your team and watch the latest commercials. If you choose to attend the game or a large watching event, stay as safe as possible. They don't want you to cheer during uh, the, the, the Super Bowl. I don't know if we've reached peak crazy or this is exactly what they should be doing because these are recommendations Hey, you get a lot of people together, you have more chance of spreading coronavirus. So here are some things you can do. There's a difference between the the um, kind of nanny state and maybe being well, just thoughtful in doing your job. Thoughtful in doing your job could very well be the CDC saying, "Hey, here's a here's a way to do it." Nanny state is Los Angeles telling bar owners. You can't turn on your TVs You can have outdoor seating, but you can't turn on your TVs Specifically so they will not have Any Super Bowl parties So they won't make any money as if the market couldn't figure this out That's the horror story. So I'm less bothered by the CDC because notice, uh, they they didn't try and create an edict. They're just saying, hey, here's our suggestion. Well, can't they make suggestions? Yes, they can. And we should not be getting on their case for making suggestions. We got to be a little discerning ourselves. We got to... Uh, take a take a breath and 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 take a beat and say you know what there's nothing wrong with them making the suggestion to people people will then do what they do okay we heard your suggestion thank you very much that is it and that is all there's nothing else to talk about have a nice day